Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to... Chatting with Chantel. I am your host, Chantel, and welcome back to another episode. Happy Friday to everyone that is working. If you are off and you have begun the weekend, happy Friday. I hope you're going to enjoy your time off. Please make sure that you take some time to do something for yourself. But if not, enjoy the weekend. We thank God for the change in the weather. We thank God for the temperature change. We thank God for the rain. We thank God for life, health, and strength. We thank God for just everything that he has for us. We are back. We did take two weeks off just as me um, trying to recuperate from having a really bad cold and a harsh and a harsh cough. No, I did not have COVID. But due to the change in the weather and me singing, plus the podcast, it was a lot of strain on my voice and I really needed some vocal rest. And I think I've had all the rest that I can take without um, my mind just continuing to write, 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 write and making sure that I get this material out. I'm excited. For those of you that are joining us for the very first time, please make sure you follow us on Facebook. Um, which is on my gospel artist page, um, Chantel Skinner. You can follow me on Instagram. And my podcast is on every online podcast. Wherever you listen to your podcast at, please make sure you go like the channel. Also, we are on YouTube, Chatting with Chantel. It's on channel. Make sure you subscribe. And hit the notification box so every time there's a new episode that comes up or a just a new moment of inspiration or a conversation that we have, you'll be sure to get the notification and you'll, you can chime in. Please make sure you like, share, and comment. Let me know what you think. I am just so excited as to everything that God is doing in my life how he's continuing to speak to me, how he's continuing to bless me in just this platform to be able to speak, motivate, encourage, laugh, talk, whatever the conversation is, and do it in a way that is not due um, to demean anyone or to make anyone feel bad. I just am grateful for everything and... On tonight, I have an interesting topic, and I have not said anything about this topic because I was trying so hard to stay away from saying anything because I know how I feel, I know how others feel, but being that this is my channel, I feel like I can express how I feel, I can express what I think and how 
Um, this is affecting um, the world. It's affecting people. How I think people are using it as a come up or they are taking advantage of certain things. I just really um, cannot be silent any longer. I'm going to put this disclaimer out there um, or PSA announcement to each their own. So if you are not found to be in any of these situations or if you are not found guilty in any of these situations, please just listen um, and enjoy the podcast. Like I said, this is just something that's been really weighing heavily on me just because um, of what I believe and what um, I've been taught, what I believe would help enhance um, the kingdom. And so that's why I've just um, begin to speak on it. By no means will I be hating on anyone. I'm not criticizing anyone. I'm not bashing anyone. But I'm just speaking a, from a place of concern. So please, if you're going to comment and you are you thinking that I'm judging, A, I'm not going to judge because there's only one judge who is God. So please do not think that I'm judging. But this is just coming from a place of concern and I have questions. So with that being said, let's chat. The title of this episode on tonight is called I Am Not With this new trend ministry.com this is not a new web it is not a website this is just a title so please do not try and go google ministry.com because i have no clue if it is an actual website but this is just the title of this podcast um so of course we have been going through, um, I guess what you can say, a global pandemic. And it happened and due to the restrictions and the guidelines that, you know, were placed upon the nation, I will say, um, on gathering, uh, ministries were forced to use social media to communicate with their congregation, their people, their, their flock. Um, and it was used, we had to use social media, you know, to keep people encouraged, to make sure that, you know, even going through the global pandemic, COVID-19, that people weren't, you know, living in fear that they were going to continue to trust God, that, that we were going to keep, um, stay in good spirits and still be fed the word. Um, be able to listen to and still have those moments of praise and worship. So the ministries were forced into social media. And whether you wanted to or not, in the beginning of the pandemic, this is all that we had. So in a matter of like overnight, um, ministries just started popping up from out of everywhere. Churches that may not Churches that may have been, you know, hundreds of years old that may not have leaned and depend on social media were now having to look into social media, invest in social media. Many ministries had to open up a social media ministry just so that the 
services could continue so that the pastors and apostles and bishops and and choirs and Bible studies and prayers could still go forth and people were still fed the word, which I am not opposed to at all. I believe during the pandemic, it was one of the things that kept a lot of people grounded, kept a lot of people encouraged, kept a lot of people with a sense of hope. Those that were hospitalized, especially our frontline workers that were unable to make it to church or make it to um, a place where they could, you know, worship God or serve, um, social media, um, created a platform for them to be at work. Hey, and I can just, you know, chime into my service, listen while I'm conducting my work. Or if somebody was just in need of some encouragement in the hospital, wherever you may be, it was that time for you to tap in and kind of recharge yourself before going back out. So there's no, um, bad things that came. No, I don't have anything bad to say about that. Because as leaders, you almost had to take on a mindset of by any means necessary, I'm going to make sure that I continue to be accountable for my sheep. I'm going to continue to um, make sure that they're okay, that they're being fed, that they have the necessary tools that they need to have so that we can walk in faith, walk in victory, and that we don't go astray. Because even in that time, people sat in a place of complacency that, you know, oh, I'm home. I don't have to do this. I don't have to read my Bible. I don't. So it still gave us something to hold on to while going through this global pandemic, while going through a, a period of not knowing. Some ministries were able to withstand. Some ministries were able to, you know, go over to social media. And once things began to open back up, they were able to, you know, kind of go back to their regular worship services. Sadly, some of the smaller ministries were not able to withstand. And some of them are now only via social media. And that's not a bad thing because at the end of the day, you do have to, you know, do what's in best interest um, without you um, losing everything or putting yourself at risk. So by all means, if that is what your ministry did, kudos to you for still chiming in, listening, being faithful, still sending your tithes, doing whatever you need to do to make sure that you're still counted in the number, that you're still getting fed, that you're still being um, led and directed by God. Some went in, some ministries went into complete hiding and people were okay with that. Some ministries were in a church when the pandemic came, they just completely was like, you know what? I didn't sign up for this. I'm going to back away gracefully and we're just going to close this ministry down. Can't say anything bad about that either. Maybe you realize that it wasn't for you and to each their own. All of that is fine. If that is what you choose, if that's what you choose to follow, if that's what you choose um, to consider your place of worship. However, what I didn't understand and what I didn't get is online social media ministries went from being a place of resource or was used as a resource, a resourceful method 
to a new trend. Everybody that got on Facebook, Instagram, Periscope, TikTok, Snapchat had a ministry. People that two weeks prior was barely going to church, two weeks prior were barely being active in their church, are all of a sudden now creating platforms for themselves where they are speaking into people's lives, where they're conducting prayers, where they're conducting Bible studies. And... I'm not saying that you can't do that, but they went from what was a service and you had, and they created or put a ministry name on it. Now, how was that? It went from being, okay, this is just a moment where we're going to come and pray, a moment where we're going to, you know, just talk about the Bible, get on live, have some conversations. To now, you see, this is Joe Blow's International Ministry of the Word. And I, I for me, it's mind-boggling because I'm like, how do you go from barely serving, barely being taught, barely attending, barely following and doing the things that God has asked you to do to now you have your own ministry. Don't get me wrong. There were ministries within ministries um, that were already evangelizing and reaching people of God. And if there's a ministry within a ministry that during that global pandemic that got, you know, blown up or it was elevated, you know, kudos, but a ministry within a ministry meant that there was a moment of teaching. There was a moment of sitting. There was a moment of grooming and breaking and molding and, and just learning on how to make sure that you're doing everything correctly to make sure that you're speaking from a place of Knowing the Bible and that God has spoken to you, speaking from a place of, you know, I'm not judging, but because of my love for you, I want to make sure that, you know, we're continuing to move in the direction that we're supposed to go. But the pandemic happened and people began to open their own churches via social media, ordaining themselves via social media, and all in the same, contradicting themselves via social media. Now, the issue that I'm having is all of these prophets, apostles, bishops, pastors, ministers, that are showing up left and right day after day after day. One week they are a minister, the next week they're an elder, the next week they're a pastor, the next week they're a bishop, the next week they and I'm trying to think to myself, so when did the teaching take place? When did you sit and learn, especially If, like I said, your life on social media is contrary to what you're now portraying. And I'm not judging by all means, but I'm saying if you are going to lead God's people, if you are going to place yourself in accountability for your actions, for your for what you say, for what you do, your thought, if you're going to place yourself in that limelight, you got to make sure everything lines up across the board. But yet, 
constantly day after day you see these people that are just popping up they go on whatever website it is they buy them an uh a title and then they post it right on their facebook page and i'm just like okay god so like i know me and i know where i am and i know how just in the area of my life or just in the place that I'm in, how you're constantly showing me new things and nothing happens overnight. Nothing happens in a week. You cannot possibly be equipped in a week to lead and guide and teach and do all of these things with a week's experience. Some don't some don't even have an experience. And my question is, how can you lead me if you don't even know what you're doing? It's like the blind leading the blind. Where's the why is this happening? I guess that's my question. Why is this even happening? Why are we as Christians not holding people accountable? Why are we as believers not holding people accountable, but instead we pat them on the back. We think it's cute. We applaud them for their recklessness. And I'm not saying that you can't work in the ministry, but what I'm saying is whatever you do, you want to make sure you do it to the best of your ability. So you make sure that you've been taught. You make sure that you have the necessary tools to lead, guide, and protect those that are following you, those that are you're speaking to, those that are watching you. Because if you don't, you don't know which way you might. You might turn somebody completely away from Christ. And that blood is on your hands. When are we going to hold people accountable for this recklessness? And I have been silent long enough. I have tried not to say anything. I have tried. But more and more, every time I open up Facebook, there's either a new prophet, there's a new apostle, there's a new bishop, there's a new minister, there's a new elder, and there's a new pastor. And I'm looking like, so just the other Sunday, you were struggling in this area, and now all of a sudden, you've conquered it. And I get it, God moves in mysterious ways, but God also does things in decency and in order, and I'm not... It's not quite matching up. So are you just moving in your own will because you want a title, because you want a platform, because you want to say you so-called have a mantle? What are you doing? And do you understand what you're doing to yourself? It's just, it's mind-boggling. And it's more so our younger generation now that are just dibbling and dabbling and don't know what they're doing they're just doing it because they see somebody doing it and it's not even um a place of individuality because they're taking what they've heard they've taken they're taking what they've seen they're taking what they think they know and they're meshing it into their cells and they're sounding just like wherever they came from or they're sounding just like what somebody else has said where's the individuality And I constantly hear all the time some um, teachers and preachers say that, you know, God gives you your own sound. I thank God for my sound. I thank God for my end. I don't try to be like anybody, not in my singing, not in my when I speak, not when I um, 
in anything that I do, I try and make sure that it is April. I don't want God to have to guess when he hears me or I don't want to have God um, when I'm praying, trying to figure out, well, who is this talking to me? Because it sounds like, and even though God is a God of all knowing, but if you sound like the other person, don't you think there's a question? Well, is this your prayer or is this their prayer? Where's the individuality? Where, I mean, what what are we doing? There, all of these people are popping up with all of these churches and titles. But what happened to just serving? What happened to just supporting what happened to just wanting to sit at the feet of Jesus and get all that you can before you have to stand up and be accountable for nobody wants the waiting period anymore nobody wants the the teaching and the learning and the guidance everybody just wants to be like yep I had a dream last night that I was preaching and now I'm going to go apply for a pastor's license and I'm going to start my own church. And I'm not saying that God don't speak to people and tell them, you know, it's time for you. Listen to what I said. It's time for you to come from where you are and branch off into your own ministry. But it's only after you've gotten the necessary things that you need. It's only after I see that you've been faithful over the few. It's only after I know that I can trust you. It's only after I've seen the growth. You understand what it is that I'm asking you to do. And you're ready to carry the accountability that comes with being over people, um, speaking to people, or even guiding people. You you understand everything that's included in on that. A lot of questions that I ask is, um, one question that I ask, excuse me, is how is it that without guidance and proper teaching, you put God, you put God's people at risk? Because do you know, when you constantly speak to someone or you're constantly speaking into the lives of people that don't know any better and they're just catching on to the last little bit you say and they're running with it and you have them doing things that they don't understand, that they don't know, that they've never experienced before and you put them in direct fire for them to come up against attacks for them, for demons, for um, different um, assignments to be taken out on them. Like you put them right on the front line and they're not equipped to fight. They don't have the scripture. They don't have the prayer. They don't have just the relationship. Let's talk about just the relationship to know, hey, this is what's coming at me. They don't even understand or see it before it gets there, but you place them out there to be wiped out before they can even have a fighting chance. You want this title, but can you tell me what where do I go if I need faith? 
you want to have a title, but where do I go when I'm going through in my marriage or if I'm going through with my family? How do I pray for restoration? How do I go to God? How do I understand the many different um, miracle signs and wonders that he's performed in the Bible and what they meant and who they were meant for, the different stories in the Bible that have a meaning that in hindsight, teach us how to trust God and that his word is true. Do you know all of that? Or are you just throwing them out there to figure it out when they figure it out? And it always comes at a casualty. Do you even understand the risk that you're putting them at? Do you understand when you accept the position, knowing you're not ready, what you're putting on your hands, the blood that's on your hands, but because you want a title, because you want to be upfront, because you want to speak in front of people, you don't even care about the attacks. You don't care. You don't care about, um, the things that you have might have to go through by accepting these things. You don't care about any of that. It's more about the title, the platform. Some of them that are now asking for offerings and seeds, it's more about that versus I am winning souls to Christ. Can you even tell me how to come to Christ? What must I do? What are the things that I must put on? What are the things that I might take off? Does God want me to just quit everything all at once? Or is it a gradual process for me first to go and acknowledge? And then, you know, as I learn more about God, he begins to work on me even the more. Can you tell me or can you not? You can't possibly tell me if you don't know yourself. Where are the standards? Where are the standards and the requirements that we have? I can remember growing up in the church and if you were a minister, if you are a deacon, deaconess, minister, elder, um, assistant pastor, co-pastor, whatever, there was a moment where there were classes. They showed you how to use your Bible. They made sure you had a fervent prayer life. They made sure that you understood exactly what you were doing, what you were called to do, what your job is, what your mission is, what um, when you speak, how you must speak. But we don't have any of that. Now they're getting on and it's more of a fashion show or just to say, hey, I got this title now that, you know, I can get on here and say what I want to, not really knowing what I'm saying and whether it makes sense or not. I can put some words together and begin to speak in tongues and it's supposed to move people. What happened to the standard thing? When are we as Christians, believers, people of God going to hold those accountable and say something. You know you're wrong, right? But I'm going to pray for you that everything that you're bringing to yourself does not hit you like a ton of bricks. On Judgment Day, do you understand the blood that's on your hands? That That's the biggest. I don't want to mishandle anything or anyone that God has given 
me, anybody that God sends to me. It's hard enough now for me making sure that I keep me together, making sure that I make sure that my children get everything that they need. And you want me to be accountable for others. Am I right? No. Let me let me still learn. Let me still back. Let me sit back and make sure I got all the things that I need before I would even take on something like that. I don't know what the fascination is by people wanting to be in that lifestyle. I've grown up seeing my parents be pastor and first lady and the sacrifice that they have. They've missed a lot between um events and family events and games and um just different things because they're constantly having to serve in the church capacity it's a 24/7 job they get up in the middle of the night they have to pray they answer to calls um in the wee hours of the morning i mean it's constant they're counseling it's it's the biggest sacrifice at all. It's not something they can clock in and clock out of. It's constantly. They have to keep praying. They have to keep studying because there's always a moment where they're having to either speak, they have to go, they have to do this. It do you understand the sacrifice it takes? Or do you feel like, oh, okay, well, this weekend I'm not gonna go to church because I need a break. I need a vacation. It doesn't work like that. How do I follow you when your issues are greater than my own? And you vocalized it. You want me to follow you, but you just simply sat here with your own mouth and said the things that you're struggling with. I can't follow anybody that's struggling in the very same areas that I'm struggling in. Or in areas in which before you should have got a name of a pastor, a minister, an elder. These should have been areas that God dealt with you already. How is it that you're still struggling? These are the things that we need to see. These are the things that we need to acknowledge. And I think this is the part that is just like... Causing me to scratch my head because I'm just like... I. I don't get it. You know you struggling, but yet, yep, I'm a pastor and I'm I'm so happy. No ma'am. No sir. When God sends people or when he um allows people to stand in proxy of him, it is not to say that they're perfect because nobody is perfect. We all strive And we all fall and we all are constantly asking for forgiveness. But God also is very strategic in how he places people before his people. He's strategic in how he sets people to lead. If your life is going to be contrary to what his word says, he's not going to use you. He's not going to allow you to stand and speak his word and then confuse the people when they're saying, okay, but you saying this, but your Facebook page saying that. So who am I listening to here? You're putting, you're placing doubt in the minds of God's people and that's the issue. 
you just washing your hands in blood because now you don't know if that person is going to turn away never to return again because guess what i don't know what they're doing over there they confusing me they live in one way but speaking one thing so which one am i supposed to believe this is what i don't get i think this is what is it's gotten to a point where it sickens me every time I see someone. Now they're, you know, have this title or whatever. And I'm just like, you know, God, I really wish people would just get away from the titles, get away from um, wanting their own church, and we could just be able to serve. But nobody wants to do the serving. Nobody does it. That's considered the the hard work so they say nobody wants to do that everybody wants to sit back and be served but if you ask me all that I want to do is serve because I know the accountability and the charge that is on your life when you are placed in that role. And I'm not saying that if God speaks to me today that I'm going to tell him no, but I'm just be like, God, take your time, take your time, take your, make sure I got everything I need before I have to step into that area. Make sure I've done everything that is required of me so that when I stand in that seat or when I stand in that spot or when I stand in that area or when I speak in that area, I'm speaking from a place not of speculation, but I'm speaking from a place of I understand God's word. I know his word to be true and it will not Fail you if you just believe. There's no question. There's no doubt. There's no fear. But total faith and total trust in what he said. God calls. When God calls who he calls, it's so strategic. And he understands that they are firm and who they are, they are firm in what he has taught them. They are firm in what he has, they know to be true through his word. He has done miracle signs and wonders for them that just increases the faith, increases the trust, increases just the relationship that we have. They, it increases the prayer that we have that there is no, there is no shadow of a doubt those are the people that God used. Yes, God uses those that have a testimony. God uses those that didn't have it all together. But guess what? Through his word, through the transformation and the restoration and the revitalization, this is where I stand. So I'm telling you that if he could do it for me, he can do it for you. Those are the people that God used. It's only after We've been delivered. Can we stand in a place to bring others? But when you're in the process of deliverance, it is all about you and God in that moment, getting rid of and correcting those things that need to be corrected. What I've always believed is you work in a ministry, you are taught, groomed, molded, and even broken 
to be placed in a certain position. Even when you start your own, you have been covered by some type of teaching. But this new trend has people embarking on things they have no idea about. Speaking, like I said, from speculation instead of word. Speaking from a place of speculation instead of word. Sugarcoating things that um, they should be holding people accountable for. And we wonder why ministry has so many scandals and gossips and messiness. It's because you weren't ready. It's because there's still teaching. There's still learning. There's still things that you need to have done. So I am just over this new trend where everybody's going online and buying these titles and standing before people saying, this is what God has called me to do when God did not call you. If God called you, God will place you in a position, in a place where men will hear you. God will place you in a place where great men will hear you. And in that moment will come the elevation. In that moment will come the advancement in the kingdom. In that moment will come the necessary teaching and the building and the grooming for you to continue the work that God has placed down on the inside of you. There is no way you can jump straight to the top and not have worked your way up if we want to just put it in layman's terms you don't start at the top because when you start at the top and there was no work done to get to the top that fall is going to be so hard because there is nothing there to hold you this is not a bashing satisfaction this was just me getting off my my brain, my heart, my mind, and I'm praying that whoever hears this, and if you find yourself in this spot, that you'll take a step back and ask God, God, if this is not what I should be doing, if this, if I'm moving too fast, if I moved without you, I'm going to first ask for forgiveness. I'm going to ask that you, God, um, put me back in a place of teaching, put me back in a place of learning, put me, break me down so that when you build me up this time, I'll be stronger. I'll be better. I'll speak from a place of maturity and not immaturity. It will be an individual sound that even when I speak, you will know my name. You will know that it's me. You will see the difference. I'll be able to draw others to me and not draw those that say, oh, you know what? You sound like such and such. This is just like such and such church. But it will be that individual sound that says, you know what? It's something different about you. And the sound is not that of crash and boom, but it's a sweet sound that brings about a place of peace. That is what my prayer is. My prayer is even as believers in Christ that we hold people accountable and be able to speak to them and be able to let them know that what you're doing is not in your best interest. And because this is what you've chosen, I'm going to have to go someplace else where I know that my life is not in danger. Because we're living in a time where 
anything can happen in the in a twinkling of an eye and i just want to make sure that my covering is a covering that is strong enough to deal with anything that's going on and that when i go to my covering they know exactly what to give me they know exactly what i need they know exactly how to guide and direct me in the way that I should go. I want to take this time to thank everybody for listening. This is Chatting with Chantel. This was not one of those podcasts where it was hee-hee-ha, but I had to say something because I am just over the top with all of um, the things that are going on within the ministry and so many lives are being lost, scandals. Um, people are just misusing the platform and they don't really understand. But for those that really love ministry and understand that there is nothing like being able to worship God in spirit and in truth begin to speak for, I pray that we begin to speak up and call those things out. And this was just my moment to you know, release that I'm over the new trend. It's not cool. It's not cute. I'm not with it. You can't tell me anything. I'll listen to God first. Thank you so much for joining me. Again, I am your host, Chantel. For those of you that are following me for the very first time, please make sure you like, share, comment, subscribe, share this with someone, pass it along, put it in a group chat, whatever. But I pray that you enjoy. Take a time to go back, listen to the other podcasts that are on here. And we did not pray in the beginning, and I for, I omitted that, and I do apologize, but we will not leave without prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, how we love you, how we adore you, and God, how we look to you and all that we do. And God, on this evening... We pray, God, that you continue to have your way in our lives, that you continue to have your way in our homes. God, and everything that we do is for the upbuilding of your kingdom. God, we even pray now, God, that wherever we are, God, in our walk with you, God, that we're hearing you, God, and we're not hearing man, God, that we're not being moved by applause, God, we're not even being moved by a crowd, God, but we're simply being moved by your word, God, that is constantly keeping us and allowing us to grow. God, we pray now, God, that you continue to keep your people covered with your grace and your mercy, and God, that we will love you for the rest of our day. It's in your son Jesus' name that we do pray. Amen. Again, thank you so much for joining. I love each and every one of you. I pray you have a wonderful weekend. And don't forget to do something for yourself. This is Chatting with Chantel. You all have a blessed one. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.